What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ebb and Flow podcast. It is your host, ex-NFLer turned yogi Eben Britton. It's excellent to be with you on this magnificent Wednesday we have before us. I hope this finds you standing in your highest greatness for the greatest good of the universe, because the world needs you today, right now, in this moment. Today's episode is the third and final installment of my conversation with the man, my brother from another mother, Mike Studd, now known as Just Mike. This, I offer this as the completion to my epic trip to Montana and our, the time we spent together. My trip there, I called it a vision quest. It was absolutely transformative. It was clarifying. It was purpose driving. It, for lack of a better description, and words don't really do life justice. It's something I find over and over again. That trip rooted me into the source of my life's work. And I'm super grateful for that time. Mike is super inspiring. He's a super successful self-made musician who's doing all sorts of really fun, awesome stuff. He's got a number of businesses and just his whole vibe. I mean, he's really my part of my, one of my soul brothers. Absolutely. He's surrounded by great people and he's done that for himself. You know, he's built this incredible world and uh, path for himself. So it was awesome to spend time with him. Uh, This conversation was a lot of fun. We go deep. I share an epic psilocybin trip I had over last summer. Um, That's about all I'm going to tell you. To support this podcast, you can rate it, review it, subscribe, share it with your friends and family, whichever platform you like the most. I don't know. These days I like Spotify, but Apple seems to be the one that is most used. But that's up to you. Uh, the other way you can support me in this in this show, check me out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash EDS Britain. That'll all be in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for fantastic fungi. Before I forget, lion's mane, cordyceps, reishi, turkey tail, all the good stuff, head over to wake.net, use code EBBINFLOW to get 10% off and free shipping on your next order. That's about it, folks. Lots of love to all of you guys out there. I'll see y'all on the flip side. Enjoy. Peace. I told them you never know. 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 No. It's amazing. <sighs> the Hemingway room, sir. Fucking Hemingway room. The Hemingway. Honestly, I've been here for 16 days. I didn't know. You referenced the Hemingway bar downstairs, and I was like, what are you talking about? I had no idea. <laughs> Walk in here. This is actually good. This quote. There is nothing to writing. All you have to do is sit down at a typewriter and bleed. I love that. But think about what I was saying about like how I make music now. Uh-huh. Like, the well, way I treat like living... Just living, doing shit, right? It's 
it's all kind of work. Mm-hmm. Because then you go do all that and you experience all that and then you just get in front of a mic and you just do it. Yeah. But if you didn't have it, you'd have to sit there and write. Like, that's exactly to his point. Yeah. I used to sit there and be like, right, well, I'm going to write a song. I tried to, felt like I was doing homework sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go into the studio with a plan and a. Yeah. It's like pulling blood. And that's been a huge unlock. Yeah. It's crazy. Awesome, man. I really appreciate being here, man. It's been, it's been fucking special. Since. It really has, dude. It's been uh, beyond words, really. Mm. You know? I keep waking up going, oh, fuck, I'm in Montana. What's your first time here? First time here. Yeah, first for, time here. For somebody who's traveled a good amount, I mean, playing in the league that long. Yeah. Montana, yeah. baby. Montana. It's one of those places, man. Yeah. We came through on tour and got off the bus, and I was like, fuck, this place fucks. (laughs) (laughs) It's great for artists, man. It is. You know? It's great for for life. Like, you know, especially if you're living in a metropolitan area. Like, Mm -hmm. come out here, it's like, what is this? It's a whole other feeling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so... You're set free here. Yeah. You know? A million percent. I I mean... You legitimately, you, like, it puts into perspective things you think about and shit. Things mm-hmm. you, you could, if you step out of your own life and then you come here, so that was the whole idea of coming here. Like, you can unplug from the shit that we think about every day when you're in that society and, like, the race of everything. Like, you don't even fucking know what day it is here. Yeah. It's about, like, I mean, obviously we're out of luxury in our lives to be able to yeah. do this kind of shit, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's a special thing to just be in the flow of life. And that's what we're striving for, you know. The flow state. Yeah, like you talk about with your art. Turning your work in, turning your life into your work. Exactly. You know? That's what I've been doing. On this fucking hike today. Yeah. I mean, what a hike. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Insane. Um, but I was saying about your stuff. You huh? in like you just like, how amazing would that be where your whole vibe is already what it is, right? But you just travel, you see these amazing places, just fucking go out on a hike and just talk. Yeah. I mean, that's your gift. That's my deal. You know, and then yeah. it, then your life very quickly becomes all yeah. play. I know. Well, not not everything about it, yeah. but you know what I yeah. mean. Of course. Once you eliminate work, I mean, I try to stress that on our podcast a lot, man. Yeah. Just the idea of, like, you know... You don't necessarily have to do work and do jobs like everyone else is thinking. This yeah. is a thinking man's world. Like, if you can figure ways out of eliminating as you're not really having to go and punch the clock. It's really not true. everyone has that luxury, and some people's passions fall within those realms. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's kind of what I try to express. Is like, if you can find a way to get into a flow where your work is your, your, work is your travel and your play and, all, you know, there's just so many, yeah. there's so many liberties that come with that. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. Freeze well, just birth. Yeah, I mean, just this whole idea of having to work to just earn a paycheck so that then you can go live your life. Right. It's a dysfunctional thought process. It, isn't, it yeah. isn't right. Yeah. It isn't right. Yeah. And I don't think, it, I really don't think, I mean, I just. And just to qualify that, I don't think you have to be a fucking artist to live a life where, you're, where your work okay. is joyful either. Yeah. You know? I don't think so. You could be a a garbage man. You could work at a desk. You could do anything. Right. It's just about your perspective. Exactly. You know? Because the world needs all those things, too. Exactly. Not everyone can be an artist. Exactly. 
Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly the that's exactly the point. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I've heard you know you know it more than anyone. Like, it's all in the mind, man. If you constantly are evaluating and trying to upgrade your lens, like the camera guy. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you know, for the guys who love cameras, this speaks per, just understand cameras. Like a lens yeah. can do how much can a lens do to a shot? Everything. Everything. Uh-huh. So what's that say about life? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, it's a great analogy. Change your there. fucking lens. Thank you. That's just great, great analogy. Never great. thought of that before. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at a camera. It's like that's yeah. that's. I think that's the number one unlock to like being happy. Yeah. If you're yeah. if you're cleaning your lens constantly, upgrading your lens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> your your lens got all types of. I don't even know what substances are on your lens over there. <laughs> Unidentifiable substances. I don't substances. even want to know. That man's, that man's had, a, had a journey with that camera, with all the cameras. It's got a lot, oh, of, God. A lot of game footage. Like oh, God. <laughs> a lot of game tape to review. Game tape. For a later day, for a later time. But, dude, I mean, this has been so epic. Steve, and no. Your guys are so awesome. John, Blue, Doggo. I feel like I've met some brothers, yes, sir, dude. You're amazing. You're a legend. We're, we're big fans of you guys, man. It's awesome, man. Big fans of you guys. But, I mean, look, I, I have, I've had tons of people come around and say the same thing. Yeah. Like, they, they, I really do have a great group. That's something. I mean, dude, that was part of the shit I had to change about my life. Like, oh. I was taking a lot of things for granted that were so special in my life. Uh-huh. Uh, we talk about the lens thing. Like I, that was where this whole shift happened for me when I could tell that I needed to change my lens. Something was wrong. Yeah, a lot of good things happening, and I, you know, there, there, there's actually oh, yeah. there's actually exactly. a moment in Scottsdale where it's a fucking amazing house, like crazy view, and I was kind of like personally like just just fairly recently, mm-hmm. I was just kind of in a bad like feeling a little displaced. We had just kind of left LA abruptly. Uh-huh. You know, I'm like not. Sh- I'm just feeling a little fish out of water. We're in Nashville, looking at houses. A lot of, une- well, it's crazy how much we crave comfort and security. Yeah, but really, exactly. I think all the I think all the best things are when you leave that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this has turned into that very quickly. But my point was, I was looking at this crazy view, and it wasn't that crazy. I wasn't really even appreciating it for like the first few days. I was kind of in the trenches mentally. But then four days later, I went home. My sister got married. I come back. Seeing a whole different fucking view. Yeah. Same view, though. Yeah. Nothing's changed but you. Exactly. Yeah. It's amazing when you have those moments. I did. I have those all the time, too, man. Yeah. I mean, one day I'll be stratospheric highs on top of the world, full of gratitude and joy and peace. It doesn't even matter what's happening. Right. And then another day... Yeah. As the as life ebbs, ebbs and flows and the tides change, all of a sudden you're like in this weird haze of just misery, mm-hmm. doubt, fogginess. Yep. You know, uh, really just not not being able to appreciate the moment. But then it comes to to me, you know, with meditation and everything. It's Absolutely. Like, can we be in those states and just enjoy them for what they are? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the goal. And have awareness about it. Yeah. Hike. Yeah. You're living in the now, in the hike. Yep. You don't know what's going to 
yeah, each step. Each, you gotta go each step. I mean, yeah. you said you said you said ebbs and flows. We just talked about that downstairs right before you got here. Where well, you were in the bathroom, I think. But um, I think it's great to normalize that for yeah. people. Yeah. Like I think people might see my content. I'm choosing to put out only positive content. I made that decision. Me too. Recently, like a few years ago. Yeah. Like even to the point where I won't respond to negativity whatsoever. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. But the ebbs and flows. I mean, back we talked about in the podcast a little bit, like the Taoist mentality and the yin and the yang. Uh-huh. Like they believe life is yin and yang. Yeah, you know, exactly. The trees can't exist without the space, yeah. without the nothingness. Yeah, the dark and the light. You know? Yeah, light is, doesn't exist without the dark. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I don't know. If you're able to at least be, here's, this, here's what I'm saying. You can normalize, you normalize it that, yes, there's some days for no rhyme or reason, you're just in a hot fog and yeah, might have these emotions that you don't align with or whatever. Yeah. But if you, if back to your lens, if you're wiping off the lens in the moment, yeah, instead of going down that rabbit hole into uh-huh. a bunch of negativity, yeah, you can, you know, yeah, swipe that lens and get get a, another clearer look at it. You know, that's it. That's it. It's can you feel the emotions and not be the emotions? Yeah, you know. Have you read uh, Have you read an Untethered Soul? You're the uh, Michael, second person. Michael Singer. You're the second person. Third person I've heard reference that book. Now. You should read it. Yeah. I mean, you're already on it. It would be. Yeah. It would just be affirming. But uh-huh. they talk about that a lot. Yeah. It was. It was actually one of the. Uh, it's turned into one of the more like life changing books for me. For I, you? I just read it recently. Yeah. I read it in Arizona before we got here. Actually. Nice. Nice. Um, I love that it, you're a reader, dude. Yeah. I'm always reading. Have you read Be Here Now? No. Ramdas. I love Ramdas, but I haven't read that. The classic. Yeah. Alan Watts, Out of Your Mind. Mm-hmm. Alan Watts, one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, I've been reading the... I've been listening to The Power of Now for about six months. Uh-huh. Um, just, I, I do I, I do start... To, I've been fucking with audiobooks for that reason. I love that, too. Because I can, yeah. I can go through, like, even, you know, that's how I choose to, like, if I'm going for... If I have... If I have to stretch, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, and I have a busier day. Yeah. Like, you can... You know, be retaining cool shit. Now yeah. you're not going to retain it at the same rate if you're reading and looking at it. No. So I just listen to it kind of yeah. continuously. But yeah. I'm all about that. Dude. Yeah. The yeah. whole the whole shit. I was really oblivious to this not too long ago. Like just the idea of like really grounding yourself in the moment. Yeah. I was a very what's next guy for a long time. I hear you, man. I think we all are at some yeah. point. You know? That's part of this. The industrialization of the human mind. Yeah. We become programmed to always be seeking that next thing to get our fucking food pellet for our good deeds. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And when the when that happens, and we're still unfulfilled, then we feel more discontent. But that drives us to work harder for the next food pellet, whatever mm-hmm. that might be. Mm-hmm. And it's just a constant cycle of discontent and unfulfillment. Absolutely. You know. And looking into the future. Yeah. Crazy. Even like, you're like, oh, what's going on tomorrow? Without like, like, you, like you're ready for tomorrow. Yeah. Like, you got something going on tomorrow. Yeah. Before it to come. Right. And yeah. you're not living in the moment now. Yeah. Right. Or if you have something next week, you just keep going. Yeah. It's yeah. The way, it's the way we're wired, man. You're ready for your next meal all the time. Like, yeah. Doing... It's a practice to really just center yourself right here, right now. It is. I don't even really make plans in my life. I'm the same way. 
you know? Like, if I make plans too far in the future, there's a good chance I'm not going to end up going to do that thing, you know? Great quote, God. You make plans and God laughs. Yeah, exactly. This will be a great podcast. Like, exact setup. That's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we're mic'd. We're mic'd, bro. <laughs> no, I know, but like, this is the closeout. Like I know, in the Hemingway bar. Like, the Hemingway bar. The bartender chat. Chat. I'm bartender Mike. Bartender Steve. Every half hour, you just pour some shots. Stevie Daniel. I should be in uniform, Stevenson Ranch attire. I am in Stevenson Ranch attire. But yeah, man, we're really fucking glad you guys came. I was right there on that couch when I, uh, I hit you. That's I was amazing. like, this is, I mean, this. What I will say is, um, I started having a rapid rap. My. Success really started to happen and kind of unfold at my feet more more than, oh, I got to go get that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when, you know, you, when you start to feel like when you're truly in flow, like that, that will happen. Like, yeah. And these types of things, like the manifestation idea of like I manifest a lot of this. Yeah. Now I'm doing it more, you know, I'm doing it a little, I'm way more aware of what manifestation is and try to use it as a tool. But my uh-huh. whole life, I was kind of manifesting a lot of this. I didn't even know yeah. what that was. Yeah. You know, but um, manifestations like this that actualize really quick, they, uh-huh. they just affirm it for me even more. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, that this, it, the world can, the universe can, it can all, it can all come right to you if you're really doing the right things. Yeah. I feel like I am at this time yeah. in my life and I just hope to maintain it, you know, and do, yeah. do the legwork which is the daily shit, yeah. daily check-ins on everything. You know, you yeah. wake up every day. I ask you down there what you do every day when you wake up. And you do that breathing, you know, the meditation, the stretch. Just taking care of yourself allows the world to be, like, a better better place for you, you yeah. know? And yeah. I, I really think that goes by the wayside nowadays. I like, know. There's just so much, there's so much stuff. People just are stuck. rushing everywhere. Yeah, yeah bro. I, yeah. Had, you know, I was in Hawaii. Real shit, though. When I wanted to, I was like, "This could be an album name." It was. I wrote it in the sand. It was rushing to nothing. Yeah. Oh my god. And it was just like, yeah, because I was like trying to get. We're on the beach in Hawaii, and I was like, "Oh, should we get back?" Yeah. Like we had to. Do, and we we're like, "What are we? Yeah. What?" Yeah. You know. And then we were like, "Oh fuck, that's like a huge. That's a thing. Like we're all just kind of rushing around to nothing." Like I had this really intense mushroom trip mm-hmm. back in June. It was accidental. And uh, it I got this new batch of mushrooms and I hadn't taken them before. And it was, you know, I normally intermittent fast. I usually don't eat until like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. I'll just have my coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but this day I woke up and I had some breakfast. So I ate breakfast. It's coming to about 11, 1130 I've got a podcast at one. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a little try out these mushrooms. So I just had one. Mm-hmm. just had one of them. They were kind of big, though. Mm-hmm. But I have a solid relationship with the fungi, so yep. I wasn't too worried about it. So I ate one. I had to go run some errands, and then I was going to come back, get ready for this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I eat one. I go run the errands. I come back. I'm like, you know, I'm not really feeling anything. You know, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat another one. I'm going to get a workout in. I'm going to get done and I'm going to go do this podcast. It'll be perfect. So I eat the other one. I go and do my workout 
and finish my workout. I'm starting to like prepare for this podcast. And all of a sudden I'm like descending into myself. Like I'm, I'm walking around the house and I'm looking at all this stuff I have to do and clean and areas I need to tidy. And then my mind's going to the emails I was supposed to send. And then I'm like, oh God, I got this podcast. And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm really, I'm about to go on a trip here. Mm-hmm. And I'm descending down. I can feel like the feeling tone as I'm descending down into myself. And I'm sitting there looking at my computer. I'm like, I'm, I'm really about to trip now. So I'm like, I have to just surrender to this. Mm-hmm. I go put my yoga mat in, down on the floor in my living room, and I just lay down, and I'm sprawled out. <laughs> I close my eyes, and I open my eyes, and the ceiling is this fractalized kaleidoscope that's just starting to fucking move. And I'm like, whoa. And I'd close my eyes and I would see two entities came into my view. It was a masculine entity and a feminine entity. And the masculine entity looked like this fucking abstract cobra and it was just dive bombing me. And it was like analyzing me. And just aggressive, like, on me. And then this, I could feel this feminine energy just, like, fucking moving through my body. Like, scanning me for all these places that I hold shit for myself. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, I just want to be anywhere but right here. I want to get up. I want to run. I want to go somewhere else. I just want to be anywhere but right here. And this voice came into my head. And it said, there's nowhere to go until you surrender to where you're at. And I was like, (sighs) and I just totally let go. And it morphed into this fucking, I was dancing with these cobras in this fucking golden palace of my being that was just infinite. And I I came out of this thing. It was probably like two or three hours, you know, and I just kept breathing and I was so uncomfortable at times, Mm -hmm. but just, I released and I surrendered completely to it when that voice came in Mm -hmm. because that was really powerful to me. You know, that's something that, you know, is a, that's like a martial arts partner for me thinking I got to be somewhere and then always just being able to bring it back. There's nowhere to go until you surrender to where you're at. We're constantly trying to get over there. How can you get there when you haven't acknowledged where your feet are right here, right now in front of you? It was a profound thing, and you saying that, rushing to nothing. I've thought that a lot. It's a big... You know, Alan Watts talks about something. You can't really do anything until you do nothing. Out of nothing comes everything. Mm-hmm. If you believe in the Big Bang, there was fucking, there, I'm at nothing. Mm-hmm. And then everything exploded out of that, you know? And that's really the essence of, that's, that's the, the pearl essence of life. You what do you know? think, uh, who do you think that is talking to you, that voice that comes in? <clears throat> I believe in a lot of my, um, is it your higher, a, higher self? Is it 
universe? Is I it? don't, you know, it's interesting. I think there's structures, you know, there's, I'm into hermetic alchemy. You know what that is? No. I mean, I'm familiar with alchemy, but. So hermetic alchemy, it was created by the Egyptian god of wisdom called Thoth, who wrote this book, The Emerald Tablets. It's one of the oldest ancient artifacts. Say it's somewhere between 35 and 50,000 years old. And it's these universal principles and laws. Well, it's actually, the Emerald Tablets is the story of the destruction of Atlantis and how the pyramids in Egypt were built and created as a structure to house the halls of Amenti, which are underground, which is where souls go to reincarnate at the ancient flower of life. And you have to pass through these dimensions and these gatekeepers and um, but he, the story is, the, the, the mythology, the legend, I mean, I think there's a lot of truth to it. Because when you read this book, the Kybalion, which is the quintessential hermetic alchemy text written by the three initiates, you should check it out. Yeah, You'd really dig it. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, the principle of mentalism. So the universe is all mind. Mm-hmm. And everything is comes forth from the Almighty One. There is no... It's all one thing, mm-hmm. you know? Universe. Yeah, yeah. One verse. Yeah, exactly. One song. Exactly. I love that, dude. As a musician, I, I think that's so cool that you're tapped into Alan Watson, just like this way of thinking, because, dude, the sky is the fucking limit. The galaxy is the limit for you, yeah. you know? Thank you. There is no limit. When you're tapped in like that, I've, I've felt. I've, I feel that way, though. Yeah. I, I feel... I was, I can't, that's, I feel it only because I came from not that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I, yeah. as soon as I started going down this path, it was just like a fucking yellow brick road. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah, bro. Well, like it's just going to continue. I mean, I think you're just like, I know you've been successful, but I see for you, this is, this is like your new, this is your time right now. Thank you, man. You're about to come in. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah. I'm glad to be on. Thanks, dude. I'm glad to be on this ride with you. And so, for me to answer your question, where does that voice come from? I believe there is the Almighty One, um, but I think there are. There's a lot, you know, that we have guardian angels, we have spirit guides. Our ancestors walk with us, you know, through this life. They're in our DNA. Um, I like the idea of a higher self as well, you know, because I'm sure you have had this sense as well. And maybe this is the guiding principle by which I, my whole life has unfolded from the time I was a little kid is this guiding principle of my ideal self, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And like the greatest possible version of myself is somewhere here, you know? Always present because I can always you can always tap into that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's always here. Yeah, yeah. It's that that voice was that vibration of truth, you know, that just is undeniable, mm-hmm. you know, that comes through the the whole thing. Yeah, it's a uh, reason I asked. That. I mean, you're such a huge advocate for obviously cannabis and its effects on the human body and just how. 
different it is from what we were taught and what society's yeah. overall stigmas are. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, cannabis is becoming very normalized yeah. now yeah. only because the powers that be can make the money. Right. But, um, you know, psychedelics, like, you went down and got a lift earlier, and you're after a handful of, you know, microdoses, obviously. Not, not yeah. a shit ton, but, like, yeah. I think that's, like, part of, you know, there's been people who have, there's people that normalized it for me, and I was lucky to acquire it or retain that and get a chance to have someone explain it in a way where I was, like, ready. I was like, oh, I think this would be good for me, you know? But I always was attached to a stigma, like, ah, I don't, I don't yeah. know, you know, I don't want to fuck with. But, yeah. I mean, I think it's a really interesting thing. I just, I'm fascinated by the nature of it. Yeah. The fact that these things grow out of the ground that we're yeah. walking. Yeah. And they can tap you into this. That's why I asked who you yeah. think it is. Yeah. Because if it's all, it goes right hand in hand with it being a universe. Yeah. Like, the uni- this universe that we're living in is supplying us. Yeah. With something that, if we tap in with the right intentions we get the message from the universe. Yeah. We get this message to help yeah. us. Yeah. Um, which I just think is so... Profound. Yeah. Profound. So you were profound. saying you feel... You feel... Mo- you get in... Like when you we came back from the hike, you're like, oh, I'm just really in tune with my body. I want to go work out. Yeah. So that was something... Was that something you did as a player ever? <sighs> I wish I had mushrooms as a player. Yeah. You know? So that's, um, that's an important... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish I had access to them. I wish I even thought about it because they're not. You can't get drug tested for mushrooms. You know. (laughs) Why not? Um, Yeah, man. I mean, these plants are so. They're directly from the source. They're coming from the source. I mean, we're made of fungi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we share a ton of DNA with with mushrooms, and. you know, that, I think that's, I, I have a theory about humanity is really in an emotional and spiritual crisis. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. And I don't think it's a coincidence that these plants are coming into the fold. Yeah. Cannabis is kind of, cannabis, I, I look at plant medicine as on a pyramid. And cannabis is really the fundamental, the foundational herb in plant medicine. You know, because we have an endocannabinoid system. We have the system in our body that produces these cannabinoids. And it's literally built to interact with this plant. And it feeds, it literally is involved in almost every process in our body. You know? So that's fundamental. Then you've got, you know, psilocybin. You've got LSD, which comes from ergot. Mm -hmm. Which is like a mold that comes from this wheat plant. Um... And you've got DMT, you've got 5-MeO-DMT. I mean, for those who aren't aware of the fucking toad, you come from, you yeah. are the fucking toad master, because being a hotboxing fan, Mike would be like, Evan, Evan explain. <laughs> explain the toad. But, Tell uh, him about the toad, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for those not, you know, some of my fans might not be privy to it, this shit fucking secretes out of a toad yeah. skin, yeah. correct? Yeah. And you take it, I mean, you're the. You should give. A, you don't have to give us the whole spiel, but I'm. You literally are taking your. It's a liquid that secre- secretes from yeah. a toad's skin. And it's dry sent, it. Dry it. Turn it into a crystal, which is then kind of collected in a powder, and then you smoke it. You yeah. vape it. And it's they call it like the god molecule, right? Yeah, uh, the god molecule. Essentially, you know. I just can't believe that that's actually a real thing. 
I know. Like it sounds fake. Well, what's interesting further about it is that our bodies create all of these chemicals. Mm-hmm. So that's even more what interesting. That, what does that say? <sighs> we're fucking drugs, man. I mean, we're, we are built, you know, I mean, the thing is we've been so enslaved by civilization, mm-hmm. you know, because ev- literally everything built, the, the structures of civilization are built to mechanize us, mm-hmm. to turn you into a, an unthinking robot that just goes and works. Yeah. You know, that's what the industrial age really accomplished. Yeah. Good or bad, you know, this isn't really, I'm not, I don't know if this was somebody's great plan, but it's just what's happened. Right. You know, it's the unintended consequences, perhaps, of the civilization movement, yeah. you know. And I think there's a lot to be said about it, obviously. Right. It's good to have infrastructure. It's good to have running water. It's good to have, you know, it's good to have all of these things. Right. But at the same time, us not being aware of the effects of it, we have this thing, a pineal gland. Yeah. Which... They say is where it's in, it's it's incredibly important in the function of our intuition, our sense, our sort of other our, our extrasensory perception of the world. Right. You know, being able to be sensitive to the energies of people. Right. You know. Um, it's also what they say they think is where DMT is excreted, and when we go to sleep at night. Sometimes when we're really lucky, we have a little hit of DMT comes out in our dreams and we have these experiences. So they say DMT is the gateway of the soul. It's the, it's the molecule by which the soul passes from the ethereal realm into the physical realm. Mm. So when you smoke or vape 5-MeO-DMT or you drink DMT in ayahuasca, it's giving you this experience which is actually death. This is what death is. You know, this is why, you know, you start talking about reincarnation and past lives and, you know. Right. Because your soul just leaves your body. This is just a vessel for right. this for this role, right. you know. This ride down the roller coaster. Right. And we have a we have a really deep fear of death. That's why this the COVID situation has been so destructive and so We've been so easily manipulated into things like lockdowns and masks because people are really terrified of dying. Right. You know? Meanwhile, it's like, well, people have been sick, getting sick forever. Mm -hmm. And germs and bacteria and viruses, we've lived alongside these things for for, since the beginning of time. You know? And say what you want. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm... I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because I've spent a lot of time there and it's a dark place for me. (laughs) (laughs) But the truth of the matter is, like, we need to get on with life. Life is meant to be lived, you know? And I think it's an issue when governments overstep boundaries of starting to restrict human freedoms, you know? Um, But these molecules give us a fucking direct experience of that. Yeah. And they release us from fear. That's a common, you know? that's a common, um, you know, ending point or end point for it seems for a lot of people who have those experiences and 
either do ayahuasca. You did ayahuasca, yeah. correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. People who have these these experiences, pretty common that they come out and they're like, I'm not really scared. I'm not scared of death anymore. Yeah. Know? Which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, as you said, it's kind of ingrained in us. Because yeah. Everyone, it, it says a lot about the human psyche, though. Uh-huh. Because, oh, yeah. Because well, that's the we're ego, too. Of, we're te- we're te- anything we do, we're scared of uncertainty. Yeah. The unknowing. Yeah. yeah. We like to know and control. Yeah. And have comfort. And, yeah. You know, there's none of that when you don't know. Yeah. And well, yeah, and to your point, you know, it's scary to think that it all ends one day. Yeah. You know, and if you're really trapped in your identity of anything. Oh, yeah. Yep. If you're really tied to and attached to your identity in your job or whatever it is, like we talked about that the other day with some ex-NFL guys in particular that I've Absolutely. I've witnessed who are so attached to their identity, it's like you're literally killing yourself over it. Right. But here's the thing. A lot of people are afraid of dying and they're not even living. When you really start living... You don't care when you're going to die. Yeah. You know? You don't it's care. Great. It's a great point. You're like, fuck it, man. Yeah. Maybe it'll happen today. Yeah, for anyone listening. Like, you know? It's, a, it's not, it's just. Seriously, it's a lot of value in that. For anyone listening, like, you could, it's pretty, I mean, I think most changes or any growth that happens it just starts when you, you shine the awareness back on yourself. Yeah. Take inventory. Are you, are you living? Yeah. You know, are, are you existing? Are you, are you surviving, really living? Surviving and. Existing, what's your lens on it all? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really cool. Coming back to this thing, maybe we should end it here. I don't know, I, I could talk to you all night, bro. Yeah. Um, but coming back to this thing you said of you were talking about manifesting and this trip being an affirmation of your cultivating your manifestation powers and following the universe and how when you start to really tap in and follow the universe, shit just starts to unfold before you. Mm-hmm. And I'm really in that, man. You know, this trip. I believe the universe and God talk to me through people mm-hmm. and signs, you know. Mm-hmm. And you said, hey, bro, why don't you come out to Montana? We'll do some podcasting and just hang out and chill. I was like, that's cosmic, you know. And I'm just trying to tap into that more for myself because every time I do that, every time I take that step into something that's calling me, mm-hmm. life unfolds. Yeah. You know, life continues to unfold. Because we can make our life as small as we want. Yeah. Or we can make it as big and beautiful and wonderful as we want. Mm-hmm. It's really up to us. The people who don't, the people who really have a hard time, um, Finding satisfaction in, in life, the discontent I think is bred from the not doing. Yeah. You know, I I, I just think there, there are there are a million reasons to not do something. Like you you drove to fucking three blizzards to get here. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You could have just been like ah I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's a long way. Like yeah. I would have been you know I would have understood completely. Yeah, totally. What I'm saying is like it's just an example. It's a microcosm of um, I think the people who People who are really sad or upset with themselves, if they're sad or angry or harsh or bitter, it's really coming from a discontent for themselves deep down because they just didn't go do any of the things they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. You know? And they're full of resentment for themselves. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's a hard pill to swallow. It is. You I know? Think most people avoid swallowing it for yeah. fucking their whole lives. Yeah, yeah. When you spend your whole life denying yourself and the universe's call to you. It can get real bland. Uh, yeah, and it'll get real dark. Yeah. You know, I've seen it with people. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Got to do it, man. Yeah. Don't try. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, man. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for everything. Yeah, man. Good times. Cheers. Cheers to Stevenson Ranch. Many more things to come. Stevenson Ranch.